Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Shoot360. The future of basketball has arrived in Dallas-Fort Worth. Shoot360 combines the latest sports technology with the fundamentals of basketball skill development. The result is a one-of-a-kind video game-like basketball program designed to improve your shooting, dribbling, and passing. Visit Shoot360DFW.com to learn more and register for your free one-hour workout evaluation. Shoot360, the future of basketball is here. I appreciate I appreciate the humility that you started out with with like the fact that there there are better coaches. I mean, I feel that yeah. every single day, especially getting to do this coach. What I've realized the most is that I don't really know a lot. That's what I realized getting to do this. But I also want to kind of push back on like I actually see a lot of brilliance in the way that you approach each season, and I think it's the art of coaching. The art of coaching is like I'm I'm stubborn. And so I have this idea of a system and over the years, I've really tried to force almost every player, regardless of really what they can do well into this system. And there are times when it clicks and then there's times where man, it'd be smart to adjust and go to something else. And I haven't done that. I think the art of coaching is one be having a growth mindset, going to clinics, real learning new things, but then realizing, okay, what we've been doing for these guys doesn't fit this team. What does fit? That fits. We're going to do that. And we're going to be all in. And then you're kind of reinventing the wheel again. And so, Coach, I think I appreciate the humility, but I see a lot of wisdom in the way that you've approached. And obviously, success does speak for itself. The 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 way that you've been able to get down there with with different groups and yeah, it's it's impressive, man. Man, I appreciate it. It it the, the humility is there because I just it, it's me, man. I'm a geek. You know, I was telling somebody today, I was talking, I said, uh, a former coach of mine, he's just like, man, it's a side of you people don't see. You go fishing. Your son's been fishing since he was four. He's nine now. He had his own fishing show on YouTube. Nice. Like hunt. You go hunting during basketball season. Yeah, I schedule my season around opening weekend, you know, and, 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 and the second weekend. So I get it twice in November, twice in December, man. So I'm out there. So, and he said, you're a Lord of the Rings fan. You you. You're Star Wars geek, teach science, you do all that stuff. You know, I, I named my son after an elf. Uh, so it's like, he said, but people don't know that side of you and you're you're really technical when it comes to stuff, but they see this, this flashy guy and this guy yelling and hollering on the sideline that the kids love playing for. And I said, that's just me, man. I said, we do a lot behind the scenes and film and when the doors are closed. And I remember uh, when I was at TABC and I spoke, this guy was like, this coach, he said, man, I'm glad you were able to break that down, bro. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, a lot of people think coaches in the inner city, we, we really can't coach, we just got talent. I said, well, no, that ain't true. I said, I've had talent over the years. Yeah. And hell, you'll lose with that talent every time. You got prima donnas. You got yep. guys that think they're better than what they are. You got guys that got off-the-court problems, in-court problems. Uh, some guys that just aren't coachable, but they're three-star, four-star, five-star guys. You'll go win 27, 28 games with them, 
you'll lose the one that you need to win. That's happened. But but you can go get those guys that just want to play, man, and just want to do, just want to win, just want to be coached, want to make it 80% or above. They want to go to the next level, and they're going to run through a wall for you, and they don't have a star by their name. That's the group you can win with, and that's the group I want. And when I say, I'll give you an example, two things. One of my coaches before the regional finals, the, the night of the after the semis, he said, man, I talked to the guys. They're going to let me take their phones up in the hotel. Stayed out in Garland for the regional finals. I'm going to give them back to them at 830. All right, cool. They gave them up. We get to stay. They said, coach, you're taking our phones, right? We beat San Antonio Memorial by three, man. They were in the bed early. They they gave their phones up. It was it was just that little bit of discipline can get you over the hump yeah. by one point. And I tell them, I don't care if we beat a team by 20 or by one, as long as we get the dub. Because even if you win by one, you won. And a couple of years ago, we lost to Beaumont United. One of the kids, I had to run at two in the morning because he's out and about doing everything. He's one of the ones that missed the free throw. That, that, that the kid comes, hits the shot, and he hits the free throw. We win. He doesn't. Arsenal hits the shot. We're in overtime. But just that little bit, man, can yeah. cause you to lose. And this team, they were resilient. And when we were up 20 against um, Colleen Ellison, we were up 20. It was four minutes left. I think we were up. And I'm yelling for him, like, Clean Nelson still jump trapping. So we're moving the ball. We're getting in the middle. All we got to do is just go get layups all day. They're getting it and pulling it out. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Score the ball. And they all looked at me, and they said, Coach, we got it. They said, we got it. Man, I'll tell you. So during our district, you know, we don't score over 100. We don't like to go over 100 points, put 100 on somebody that's lesser talent in our district. So if you're playing a team, you know they're not as good. You play your starters, you do what you do. I probably coach them harder than lesser teams than better teams because I don't want them. Slippage. Yeah. yeah. And I learned that from a high school coach. You coach them harder than those guys because they'll get start trying to dunk and throw you're not doing what you're supposed to do in playing defense. You're going to sit your butt down on here. So they did what they were supposed to do, and then I'd pull them out, put other guys in, and let them get it that don't get as much playing time. But we'll get it 87 or 88. There may be four minutes left. I'll start working on our stall. Okay, please report to the email. And I had a few coaches that would email me, text me, or even call our athletic director and said, he's a stand-up guy, man. Let our kids leave with some dignity. Didn't try to go over 100 points. I mean, we even if we hit a three and we're at 97, no, pull it out. I mean, one time I had to hold it for three minutes. Wow. And when those kids told me, and we were up 20 on Colleen Ellison, I'm in state, man, I want to I blow them out. They said, Coach, we got it. I knew I coached them yeah. that year. I knew I did a good job with that group because they were up. And they could have just – they could have put 30-some on them. And they were like, we got it. They all looked at me. Somebody got fouled. Somebody through. They said, Coach, we got it. Man, that's when I just – I was already – had a tick. I had to sit in that chair. And I was 
I was just like, look, I'm like, all right, man. But I got a little emotional because yeah, you couldn't ask for anything better, man. That's when that's when I knew it wasn't about winning that state championship and what everybody says you did. When I knew I did a good job, is the character that those boys had for pulling it out and saying, we're up, now it's time to get out of here. We got the win, let's get out of here now. We ain't gotta, we ain't gotta beat about 30 point bear. We, we finna get out of here. Yeah. That was them, man. And I was like, dang, you know, can I have that every year? Can I have that <laughs> every year? I mean, it was, man, it was, we lost, we lost to Carter High School first game of the season in overtime, and I shouldn't have coached that game. I was I, Something was wrong with me. I, I didn't know, but I, I almost passed out in the locker room after the game. Brother took me to the hospital, found out I was severely dehydrated. I, now I'm on diabetic medicine, high blood pressure medicine, all that. You know, this stuff can get to you And yeah. uh, over the years. And yeah. I was in the hospital four days, and my point guard made one of the coaches bring him to see me. I had to take the oxygen out of my nose. I was embarrassed. I didn't want him to see. He said, Coach, I just had to see you. He said, Coach, I got it. We're going to be okay. They had to go play two games without me, one in Houston and one against another school. And they won them. And I was back on the sideline. I shouldn't have been. We were playing in the Hoop Fest out here at Duncanville over Thanksgiving. And we beat uh, Vashon, which was number 23 team in the country out of Missouri. And we beat San Antonio Brennan, who was number two in 6A. And then we flew to Atlanta. We played uh, Pete. TSF, the Skill Factory, their post grad team. These guys, I mean, 19 year old post grad. We playing and check it out, man. We're playing the NBA rules, right? Because I guess that's what they do. Nice. 24 second shot clock resets to 14 seconds. Foul foul starts over every quarter. 16 fouls. Uh, whatever else goes with that. Only thing they they said we didn't have to play with the NBA three point line. Okay, what about three seconds? What about defenses three seconds? They call that too. That that's a tough shift that's from tough. high school ball. Yeah. Tough, but we never really got caught caught in it because we're playing man and we're moving. Yeah. You're in help, but they were so good, man. They yeah. were good. And I had to figure it out. So what we did, they were big. Make or miss, as soon as that ball came out, we were gone. Oh, I've got 10 minute quarters. That extra two minutes is something. Yeah, it's a whole other quarter. Yeah. I had to play every kid I had. I mean, even guys that would yeah. get two or three minutes to give guys breaks. And one of my players I didn't have because he had been injured, we beat him 93 to 80, 86 or something. And then the next night we had to go play Wheeler, who was the number one, number nine team in the country. Had the point guard Isaiah Collier, number one point guard in the country, went to USC. They're 6'10, 6'9, 6'10, 6'8, 6'6 guard, Iowa State, 6'5 guard somewhere. That was the first time I've ever walked in a gym, man, and looked at a <laughs> high school team. And I was like, God, no. <laughs> it looked like a, a, a college team. And we were in their butts, man, three and a half quarters. We just ran out of gas that last five minutes, and that's when they took off on us, beat us by 16. That night, they looked at me in the locker room, and they said, Coach, we're not going to lose another game. And I didn't believe it. I said, okay, 28 straight. Wow. Some were big wins. Some were by one or two. Some were by two. Some were by, but they won them. Yeah. And to be able to, my, the hardest thing about last year was keeping them winning. Because I believe 
you need a drop a game here or there, you know, to get back in the lab, refocus, go over film. All right, man. Not get complacent. Yeah. Yeah. It it keeps you honest. It keeps you honest. It keeps you hungry. They got a little complacent at times. They started feeling themselves and I got to go in and be an a-hole and go off and y'all ain't did nothing. And, And I told my coach, I said, man, by the time we got to the middle of the district, I said, we can't lose a game no more. We got to win now. Because we started seeing how things were going to shape up for the playoffs. I said, hey, man, it was 28 straight. Finished number 24 out of top 25 USA Today in a country. That was like, it, it was like a miracle year because we talk about injuries, man. They all were hurt. They all were injured. Wow. They played through it. One, my big kid. Uh, we were doing a defensive drill. One of my other forwards, elbow hit his wrist. His he broke this before the second round playoff game. Went to the trainer. He said he may need to go. He said, "No, I'm not going. I'll wrap." He said, "If I go to the doctor, they're gonna cast." That's me. right. That's three to four weeks, no matter what. Yeah. My kid's shoulder <laughs> came out of place in the regional finals game. They put it back in, taped, and he went back out there and played. And he played like that all the way through. I mean. My point guard's ankle had been sprained. He was he would get treatment every day, not practice, sit over there, shoot around, and play in the game. I mean, all of them were hurt, and they just that that don't happen. I know some kids, man. Hey, they'll shut it down. <laughs> I've had players be like, "No, nah, I ain't playing." I mean, you know, you so- know, as coaches these days, it's really hard to act like help them push past things, not just because of social media, but uh, but parents as well. It's like. You know, when you and I were were playing, it was the, our coaches could literally say, like, you know, it's all it's coach speak. But if you care enough, you'll play through that. Like, like that was kind of the message that I I always learned, and yeah, or my too. parents even told me, like, can you go? And I'm like, yeah, I could go. Like, they let me. It's hard to do that now, where it's you 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 got to listen to them, and yeah. and the but when you have those players that their level not of quit, I mean that, but their level of pain. That they can push through a lot. It's a it's a fortunate thing these days for sure. And they were all on the same page. You know, I even had you're gonna have your ups and downs during the season, as you know, it's gonna be some, you know, parents with saying things at home to the kids, kids come back feeling a certain kind of way about another kid and things like that happen, man. I the one thing we did differently last year was we would always do team building things where we go to coach's house for Super Bowl or you know cookout but we did a little bit more last year so you think that helped it did because we had a situation to where two guys were feeling like my point guard wasn't hitting them when they were open and uh, he could score too I mean but and it was in the middle it was like going into the third round man it was some problems and uh luckily we won in the second round and uh it happened in the third round and I remember they were out there, and we we took. I took my point guard out, and we started going up a little bit in the third round. And I was going to put him back in, and he said, "No, nah, coach, they're playing good. Lead them." He just wanted to win, man, and and he was on the verge of getting his two thousand point that game, which he wow. ended up, he ended up getting. And we presented him with some stuff. Well, going into the semis, we met in film after film. I said, "All right, man, I know some issues on this team right now," and I said, "Y'all gonna fix it." I said. Y'all need to be in the gym in 15 minutes. No, 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 no assistant coach nor myself needs to know what y'all discuss. And everybody needs to be involved. 
and I closed that door. Y'all got 15 minutes. They came out, played Red Oak in the regional semifinals. I remember he went down one time. He missed missed the guard that could shoot it. And I was like, yo, do you hear? And, he was, and the guard was like, coach, it's all good. I'm good. Next time he found him, he hit a three. Next time he found him, he hit a three, he hit two. But he was good. He didn't put his head down. He didn't do that. And uh, talking to that point guard this summer in my office, and I said, yeah, man, you know, I told y'all, y'all had to fix it. He said, coach, you know, that was the best thing because all it took was a conversation. All it took was a conversation. That's what he told me. That kid, that that shooter ended up getting regional finals MVP. And then the other kid that had a problem with, he ended up getting state tournament MVP. Now, this kid, point guard, got all state. He made yeah. all state. But he saw that it's not about myself. It's for the betterment of the team. If I got to make sure these guys are happy so we can win, you get it? Yeah. I got to make sure these guys are happy. And he told me, he said, Coach, man, I, I just want to win. He said, I want to win a championship. So whatever I need to do, I'm going to do it. And don't get me wrong, there are a lot of games that point guard got us out of it. He was the best player on the court on both sides. But mm -hmm. I told him, now you're growing up. I said, because when you get to college, you ain't going to have to do all this because they recruit guys that can go scorch. You, yeah. you better be spraying it. Yeah. You yeah. better be. Yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. Forget all that 5'11, I'm a scoring point guard type <laughs> stuff. Don't nobody need a scoring point guard right Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.